0: What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of the last day sports podcast and today we're doing a little bit of a different episode usually we're more general based on the type of podcast we do but today we're going to focus on one team and one team only we're going to focus on the Detroit Lions 2020 NFL draft class
1: yeah so the 2020 NFL draft is over it finished up around 3 4 5 p.m around eastern time and we're focusing on the Detroit Lions cuz that's our hometown team. And before we start this, I just want to give a quick kudos to the NFL. I thought they planned this virtual draft very perfectly. On um, the coronavirus pandemic obviously ruined it from it taking place in Las Vegas, and I thought they planned this perfectly, so shout out to them.
2: Yeah, Elliot. I thought uh, the NFL did a perfect job with this. I mean, there was very little to none technical difficulties, so I think that went very well.
1: Just wanted to point something out before we talk about the lines. Did you see in like the fifth round pick, the Atlanta Falcons uh, GM was like choking his kid. Did you guys see that?
0: I I did see that. I, there was a lot of funny moments. Um, the I saw one. I saw two other things where it it. One of them was, uh, for the Titans first round pick. If you looked in the back, it looked like some guy was r- removing waste in the back of the picture. And yeah, the second one, the, <laughs> the second one was um right before Jacob Eason got drafted. He walked into the. Yeah, into I his saw room him with, with, with putting his method. shirt on with his girlfriend. Yeah. I'm not going to speculate anything, but I think a lot of people can can make some uh, assumptions on what probably happened there.
2: Yeah, I also saw a funny one where it was the Packers. Uh, Matt, LaFle- Matt Lafleur's child was looking at the camera with just his hands up and just making sure no one knew or everybody knew that he wasn't the one making those terrible picks of Jordan Love and A.J. (laughs) Dillon, but all right. so back to the Lions though so let's start off with that first round pick they had, Uh, pick number three they selected Jeff Okuda personally me, I love that pick there, I think it's perfect I think it's just a a replacement for Darius Slay, but with more potential and a way less salary, way lower salary so I think overall that was a great pick for the Lions, defense wasn't really their best spot last year so I think uh, he will definitely improve them.
1: Yeah, I, I the pick turned me on. Um, I really like it now but because they lost Darius Slay. But understanding that they didn't find any trade partners like the Dolphins at 5. And I even saw reports before the draft that the Jaguars were introduced, interested in trading up with 9 and 20. But that didn't happen. Um I I do think there were better players here, but the need in cornerback was, for the Lions, it was very high, and I think this was the right pick. But I could have seen them going with Isaiah Simmons or even Derek Brown. I'm very high on Derrick Brown because you build defenses starting with the front seven, like the Patriots and other great defenses. And I I like this pick. I just think they could have went somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I would agree here. I think they could have like you said, went somewhere else. Uh including I which the guy I really wanted. I know they kinda disagreed with that. I wanted I really wanted Tua, Tagovailoa quarterback out of Alabama. But they they made a good point in saying we do have Stafford. I think Stafford's kind of washed though and Tua's gonna change the franchise. But I like the Jeff Okuda pick and overall I think he's the best he's the best player from the secondary in this class unless you consider Isaiah Simmons a safety.
1: Yeah, I, I do agree with you. I, I would rather have them taking Tua Loa. but they, the Lions and Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, their GM, made a very easy decision that they were going defense, and they chose Jeff Okuda because they needed a cornerback from Darius Slay's departure.
2: that's where I don't really understand I I don't know why you guys think Tua Tagovailoa is a good fit for the lines because me personally I just think we have Matthew Stafford who is a Pro Bowl capable quarterback when he's healthy and I just don't think it's time to move on from Stafford I mean he showed when he was healthy earlier last season that he could uh Play with some of those big teams. I mean, they were really competitive with the Green Bay Packers. That came down to the last play, of course, losing on a game-winning field goal. They showed that they were competitive with Kansas City Chiefs, future Super Bowl champions. And I just think that Stafford is capable of, with the right guys around him, of making this team into a contender. And I just don't think Tua, with his injury problems, and his inexperience, I just don't think he could do that for the Lions as good as Matthew Stafford can.
0: Yeah, Andrew, I understand what you mean here, but a guy like Jeff Okuda, he's gonna change. he could change a defense, but he's not gonna change a franchise. Where a guy like Chua could change a franchise, and Matthew Stafford in his career has never won a playoff game, and I think that in his eleven year career, if he has or ten year, wherever he's at now, if he hasn't won a playoff game, I think you have to. Think about maybe next year drafting a quarterback, and I think that most likely that this could be the last year of Matthew Stafford as a Lions quarterback, but I understand what you mean with Tua's injury history.
2: So so do you think the Lions potentially trade Stafford after this year? I wouldn't if say— he doesn't, he doesn't perform as they expect?
0: Maybe not trade, but just have him, like—I mean, maybe trade him. I don't know what year of his—he con- might be in the last year of his contract. So, if he's, if he's in the last he's year's contract, they're going to let him move, walk, probably.
1: Yeah, while we're talking about contracts, Matthew Stafford is making a bag. He's making a money bag. And I think that's why I really wanted Tua to get drafted and maybe dealt Stafford. But going back to what you were saying, Henry, how Stafford hasn't won a playoff game in his career, the Lions have only won one playoff game in their whole history. And that was in 1992 with, obviously, Barry Sanders. And I... I do like. I would rather had Tua talk about As you mentioned, quarterbacks do change franchises, and I think he will be the best player out of this draft, or at least best quarterback. Uh, but I don't see. I don't see them taking a quarterback to replace Matt Stafford at this time. And so, knowing what they wanted, I think Jeff Okuda was the right pick. So you guys think? So you guys think that them
2: drafting Jeff Okuda was a good pick, but you would have rather them picked. Two up. Yeah. Exactly. See, see, I I me personally, I think that the pick for Jeff Okuda was great. I think that was a great pick. But I honestly wanted them to try to trade back. I just don't think they really got many offers, if any, to trade back. But I was really hoping they trade back, maybe acquired an extra first round pick. And then Jeff Okuda still most likely would have fell to them or they could have drafted like an Isaiah Simmons type player which I would have really liked because Simmons is very versatile and I really like him as a player he's probably one of the most athletic players in this draft so I would have liked to see them maybe trade down draft Simmons or even uh, draft Okuda still but I don't, I don't mind the pick at all uh, with the Jeff Okuda with uh, Darius late departure yeah
1: uh, I do like the Jeff Okuda pick I, as you mentioned, I would rather them trade it down, but as I mentioned earlier, I don't think they could find a trade partner who wanted that third overall pick and was reasonable for the Lions. And like we were saying earlier, I actually did like that, Bob, that the general manager and Matt Patricia, they both had their kids, and I actually really liked that about the virtual draft. I just wanted to add that before we move on to their second-round pick. Like, I saw uh, Bob Quinn dapping up with the son every after every pick and i just thought that felt warm to the heart
2: yeah that's what the, a lot of the feedback was from nfl fans they really liked uh how they could see kind of behind the scenes uh with the cameras being set up with the coaches and general managers i think they felt like more that they were like looking in more behind the scenes as i mentioned and like kind of inside the draft room of the, these clubs
0: yeah, I think that's it for the first pick from the Lions. Let's move on to what we think had a lot of arguments about the most controversial pick probably by the Lions. DeAndre Swift was picked at number 35 in the, the third pick overall in the second round, running back out of Georgia.
2: Yeah, I mean, Lions fans have showed a lot of love for this pick. They really like the pick. Me personally, I just don't. I don't mind the pick. I mean, DeAndre Swift is arguably the best running back in the draft. But I just don't think that the Lions really needed to draft a running back this early. But there is a lot of controversy. People saying on Johnson is injury prone. He's not. He isn't proven yet. And people are very quick to move on. And I, I'm just not that quick to move on from On Johnson. I mean, he's shown that he's capable of being a good running back when he's healthy or at least a decent option in that backfield to help Matthew Stafford. I mean, he broke the uh, long Tetris uh, streak that the Lions had of uh, no 100-yard rushers. I mean, he broke that in a game, 100 yards. And I think he's 22 years old, and people are already quick to move on from him and just try to put DeAndre Swift in there. But I think you need to give Kerryon Johnson some time. And you look at the Arizona Cardinals, I want to say. They, draft, they drafted a great running back from Arizona State. I'm pretty sure his name is Eno Benjamin. I might have pronounced that wrong. But they got great value. And they're in the, almost like the same position as us. They With the running back position, they signed Kenny Drake back. But we can all agree that Kenny Drake isn't a top running back in this league. He's young, just like Kerryon Johnson. And I think that them waiting to get value and depth at that running back spot was a better move because they got way better. They fit way better spots early in that draft. And I think the Lions should have went defense here. Defense was a huge problem for them. And taking those first two picks in the draft for defense, I think that would have been key for them. And I think they could have gotten great value, maybe in the third round, if they didn't pick Swift. Maybe AJ Dillon from Boston College that the Packers took, or JK Dobbins might have fell to the third round. Yeah,
1: Andrew, just uh, just to interrupt you a little bit, you were talking about defense, and I think defense was the perfect move here. They did not, they did not take defense. They obviously took the running back out of Deandre er, in, out of Georgia in DeAndre Swift, and I think they should have took taken either A.J. Epinesa or Gross Matos, or I like to call him YGM, but, yeah, to help Jeff Okuda in his past protection in his rookie year. And the Lions didn't make a statement that they were trying to compete this year. And I think that's a little overdoing it. I don't think they are competing for any means, by any means, I should say.
0: And I think A.J. Epinesa or
1: Gross Matos would have been the perfect pick here to, A, help improve that young... T- young defensive line, and B, help improve Jeff Okuda's game as a a player to make sure that they actually get pass rush and not him having to guard the number one receiver for 20 seconds, which is what we saw Darius Slay and Tracy Walker doing in this previous NFL season.
0: Yeah. I don't know what, where you guys are going with this. I love this DeAndre Swift pick here. I Actually, I wouldn't say love, but I really like it. I think that the NFL is moving into a place where there's going to be two running backs that start for a team. It's going to be like a two-running back type of game where one guy, after he gets a few plays, is going to be able to be spelled. And I think DeAndre Swift and Kerryon Johnson are going to be that first type of two-headed monster that starts.
2: I mean, you've movement. seen it in uh you've seen that sorry to interrupt but you've seen that one two punch in New Orleans with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara a few years back. So, that type of offense definitely does work. But back to what you're saying, Henry.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like the defense here, but I think they could have in my opinion, I think defense they could have got they got better value anyways for what they got in their third round pick, which we'll move on to later. But I think DeAndre Swift is a Game changing running back, and he could—he's, in my opinion, he's the best pass one of the best pass catching backs backs in this class overall. The overall with pass catching and running, the best running back in this class, and I think it just makes sense for the Lions to start that movement of having uh, a two headed monster at the back at the running back position.
1: Henry, I agree with everything you said except for the last part that he fits with the Lions. Uh, I do not like the two running back formation. I just don't think it works for the lion's sake because I in my opinion, Carion Johnson nor DeAndre Swift are power backs. They're more get an open space with an offensive line that kind of carries you there. And by all means, the Lions have no offensive line. They, this is and they did a great I think they did a pers- personally a great job in drafting an offensive line this year. But we'll get to that previous or next, we should say. Um, I just don't like this pick for the Lions because they already have on Johnson, who is injury prone, but he's young. And you can even throw a Pro Scarborough in there who's shown he's a proven back and can run for in the NFL. And Ty Johnson, who I think is a up-and-coming player, and I just don't like this pick for the Lions. I do think DeAndre Swift is going to be a great player in the draft or in this draft class. I think he's going to be a great player in the NFL once he moves out for the Lions.
2: Yeah, Ellie, you mentioned offensive line. I wouldn't even mind it if they took that uh, 35th pick in the draft and drafted an offensive line, an offensive lineman. I wouldn't have uh, been mad at that. I think they should have gone. Defense here, I think they should have gone with the edge rusher, as you mentioned, A.J. Apinesi, Yutur Matos from Penn State. I think those probably would have been better picks. But I'm not totally mad with the DeAndre Swift uh, pick. I think maybe he can provide some electricity to this offense and some uh, excitement, I guess you can say, to this offense. But in that backfield, and hopefully... uh, give Matthew Stafford a good backfield for the Detroit Lions. But moving on to that uh, third pick they had, Henry, would you like to start off talking about that?
0: Yeah, the Lions here, I think we can all agree, this is probably their, their best pick in the entire draft. They took Julian Okora, edge rusher from Notre Dame, and I think this is the best pick from the Lions because although he did have an injury, which probably helped the Lions have him fall this far. He's, he's a first-round talent, and I saw him in mock drafts at the beginning of the year, all the way up in the top 10, and I think if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, he was going to be a top-20 pick. So the Lions got enormously insane value here at 67 with a guy who may be top-10 talent in the entire draft. Yeah, I
2: have to say, Henry, I like the pick here for the Detroit Lions, and I think going, uh, they really need an edge rusher. And they've really struggled uh, with edge rushers for the past couple years now, especially after Ezekiel Ansa left the Lions. I think after that, it's really been a downhill for them. And they had one of the worst pass rushes in the league last year. And I, I mean, I would have, like I said, I would have liked them to go with a pass rusher maybe a little earlier with that second-round pick, but I'm not mad at all with this uh, third-round pick. I think O'Quara is a great pick and has a ton of potential. And also uh, to mention that O'Quara has a brother on the team, uh, Romeo O'Quara. So that's interesting to see the family ties there. I mean, you've seen it work in Seattle with uh, Shaquille and Shaquille Griffin so uh, i kind of want like to see how that turns out for the lines there with julian and uh romeo Aquara.
1: yeah uh during the draft i saw romeo getting off, or julian getting off the phone with the detroit lions front office i'll guess and go, turning to romeo saying well i guess we're roommates and everyone went crazy so i thought that was just a great moment but going back to the pick i think this was this is the first time in a while i can say I'm impressed with the Lions front office. This – I did not expect them to make this pick, and I really I really liked Julian Okora. As you saw, I had him going in my first round in the mock draft. I'm really high on him being a, a great pass rusher, outside linebacker. And I think if Jared Tavai – I don't know if you're – or is it Tavai? Jared Tavai, I some believe. outside linebacker. I can – I could very well see a linebacker crew of Jared Davis in the middle, Julian O'Quora and Jared T- Tavai Tovai going on in as the linebacker crew. And I really like that young linebacker crew. I think they're gonna be great and I, I'm very impressed with this front office.
0: Yeah, one more quick thing before we move on to the next pick. Um Okora was we when we were looking when we were Talking about who the Lions were going to pick here, a lot we kind of forgot about him. And we were kind of surprised. We didn't realize who it was. And then we, we started to realize that he was actually a top 10 talent and a guy that we both, I think, a few, maybe two of us had in our mock drafts in the first round. And I think we got a lot more excited about the pick when we figured out that he was a first round talent.
1: Yeah, I actually knew about Julian Okora because of his brother Romeo Okora. I, I looked up if they were brothers. They were brothers, and I figured this would be a perfect pick for the Lions here in the third round. And I, as I I think I had him twenty third in my mock draft. We can check that later. But I I'm so surprised he fell to this third third round. It's just crazy to me how a talented pass rusher like Julian Okora falls because pass rushers are so so high valued in this day in these days NFL and I think this is just a great pick and I don't see why he fell but I'm happy he did
0: yeah moving on now to the Lions next pick we will do one more pick before we move into our quick break I'd say this was also a very very good pick by the Lions the Lions selected at the 75th overall pick in the third round or in the draft, they took Jonah Jackson, offensive lineman. I think he's a tackle, I believe, or maybe a guard. I'm not sure. He's a guard, offensive guard out of Ohio state. And although he's not really, he's not the greatest athlete. I think he's, he's, he's a very well polished offensive lineman considering he's played in a lot of big games against very highly touted pass rushers. And I think he's, He's definitely a very good fit for the Lions who struggle that offensive line. So anybody who like this who fell to them in the third round I think is a very, very good pick for the Lions.
2: Yeah, Henry, I like the pick here. I like going offensive line. I think they need to buy Stafford more time. And I really think that this pick was fairly good for the Lions. I don't think... uh, Jackson is the best Jonah Jackson is the best athlete that they could have gotten, but I do think he's proven. And I just think he needs to develop a little more, polish a little more, but he has the size and strength needed. So once again, I really like this pick for the Lions.
1: Yeah, Jonah Jackson is not really much to argue about. I really like this pick for the Lions as well. They needed help in the offensive line with Frank Ragnow. Odey Abosh, Aboshi, Taylor Decker, I, I just don't, I think they're all regressing, and as we move on, I think they really did help this line out in this draft, and I really do appreciate that, at being a diehard Lions fan. And they moved on from one of their, who did they move on from?
0: I'm not sure.
2: Glasgow, Glasgow.
1: Glasgow. Sorry, guys, just had a... Brain brain mess up. But, yeah, they needed to draft offensive linemen in this draft, and they did so, and Jonah Jackson is a great start.
0: Yeah, before we go on to the next pick, we're going to go to a quick break where we listen to our sponsor. Thank you for listening to that sponsor, and we're back. Now with the fourth round pick, the Lions selected number 121 overall. They selected Logan Stenberg, offensive guard, um, out of Kentucky, and I really don't like this pick here. I think it's very, very stupid, considering they picked right before they took another offensive lineman or offensive guard, and I think that this this guy isn't really that good, and I think the fact that they took an offensive guard um, is makes no sense, considering they could have gone a lot more ways with this pick.
2: Henry, I have to disagree with that. And keep in mind, don't really expect this guy. I I don't really expect uh, Stenberg to start right away. I think this is more of a depth pick. I think uh, the third round pick we had there, uh, the guard from Ohio State, I think he's more likely to get put into the line and start. But Stenberg here from uh, Kentucky? I think it was more of a depth pick, and I liked it because, really, we, we really need all the help we could get at the offensive line here. So to give Matthew Stafford that more protection, plus it gives uh, another option in case uh, someone on that line gets injured, which is very uh, likely because the Lions have had problems with injuries at that offensive line spot. So I like the pick. I mean, this guy is a quote, which I love. He goes... I want to go out there and make that guy. This is not uh, exact words, but he go, he said, I want to go out there and make a guy want to run to that sideline and not want to come back in because he's been getting bullied all day long. And I love that. He's a very aggressive player, very strong player. He has great size. Pretty sure he's at uh, 6'6". Yeah, 6'6", 317 pounds, which I love. And he's just a very physical guy. He uh, racks up a couple penalties, but that just goes along with being a very aggressive player. Overall, like the pick for uh, depth mostly. He's probably not going to get into the rotation pretty soon, though.
1: Yeah, I know this is very normal on this podcast, but Henry, I do disagree with you. I really like this pick for the Lions. I think we need as much help as we can get on this offensive line to protect Matt Stafford. And newly acquired DeAndre Swift. Uh, I could see him moving over to tackle in a a second. And I could also see uh, the Vic before moving over to tackle. I could see any of these guys moving over to tackle, to be honest. Um, Any of the guards, I should say. But I like this pick. I, I don't really know if it's for depth. It could just be who do we like better, Jackson or... Who do we like better, Jackson or Stenberg? And I think who they like better is going to start. And I actually do like this pick from the Detroit Lions. Our very own.
0: I think that just because they picked another offensive lineman right before, I think they could have waited to take another one in the next round or traded back up to take him. And I think that they... Reached a little bit here, and I think he could have been available a little bit later, too
1: Yeah, I do agree It was a reach, but I think it was a good reach I think he has a tremendous upside And and as um, Andrew mentioned earlier If he fixes up those penalties, I think he could be a great player in this NFL And they lost Graham Glasgow, how we mentioned earlier And I think one of these guys is going to be a replacement And maybe even both
0: Yeah with that, I think we're going to move on to the next pick where the Lions selected one of my favorite picks, to be honest, uh, wide receiver at the in the fifth round, num- pick number 166, Quintes Cephas, wide receiver out of uh, Wisconsin. And I think one reason why I do like him is because their, their first-round pick, Jeff Okuda, said, he probably was one of the best receivers if not the best receiver he covered all year and that says a lot cuz he covered uh a lot of good receivers such as like KJ Hamler who got picked in the second round T Higgins who got picked in the second round Justin Ross who is a um who was a sophomore last year, but it's going to be a first-round pick next year most likely, and other really good receivers. I think that says a lot about a guy who's getting picked in the fifth round, and I think this makes sense for the Lions to pick another depth receiver to add to that receiving core Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay.
2: Yeah, Henry, I have to agree with you with this. I really like this pick, and I guess you're going to have fans that say – Man, we already have Amendola, Galladay, Marvin Jones, who's been having a great couple of years with us. We picked Hawkinson last year. I mean, all great options. And they say, why do we need a wide receiver? But I love this pick, Henry, because as you mentioned, he earned the respect from possibly the best cornerback in college football last year saying he was probably one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver he went up against all year. And keep in mind, Jeff Okuda did also say that he was, I think, the only wide receiver that caught, or that caught for over 100 yards in a game against them all year. And that Ohio State defense is probably one of the best in college football. So that says a lot. So this guy's legit, probably one of the most underrated wide receivers and players in this draft. So I love the pick for the Lions. I think they got good value for him too.
1: Andrew, um, if I you mentioned a question earlier of Lions fans saying why we need another wide receiver, and actually for both of you guys before or not besides the answer because Okuda liked him. I want to hear why we didn't need another wide receiver.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Amendola is getting older and this, and the NFL is becoming into a heavily favored passing league. And I think that if, if you don't have three good receivers, the other team you're facing is going to have three good corners and they're just going to lock you up every game. If, You don't have three good receivers, and if you have three good receivers and they don't have three good corners, you're going to be able to win. And I think because their Lions are going to be passing the ball still a decent amount just because they're always going to do that because they're the Lions and they won't run the ball even though they they took Swift, I think they're still going to need another receiver for depth and possibly the future.
1: Henry, I'm just dating back to what you said about the DeAndre Swift pick. And you said – Oh, you like the two running backs on the field at a time, and I'm. I I didn't
0: say I didn't say on the field at a time. I said you they are they're able to spell each other where you can have one go in for a couple plays and then come out and then have the other come back in.
1: I got it, but before I hear Andrew's answer, I just want to I just want to clarify. I do not like this pick at all. I understand Okuda thinks he's great and all, and. I honestly don't care what Okuda thinks. Not trying to be mean to Okuda if he's listening. But I don't see why we needed another wide receiver. The, the key in this draft, defense. We needed defense in this draft, and we clearly didn't get it with this pick. And I don't have anything else to say. You guys shared all your stuff. Let's move on to the worst pick of the Detroit Lions, Jason Huntley.
2: Wait, wait, wait Elliot, before, before we move on, I just want to touch up on what you said, I want to touch up on why this was a good pick for us, because people thinking we might not need a wide receiver. Well, I'm here to tell you that, to think back a couple years, the line-strapped Galladay, Kenny Galladay, third or fourth round, and people were saying, well, we have Marvin, we just signed Marvin Jones. Andrew, before you
1: move on, it was a second-round pick.
2: Alright, alright, yeah. So, people are going to say, well, we have Marvin Jones, we just signed him, we have Golden Tate, why do we need this guy? Well, think about this, Galladay basically understudied a veteran Golden Tate at the time. Before, veteran before, you on,
1: before you move on, it was a third round pick. I'm, I'm very sorry, Andrew.
2: Yeah, third round pick, all right? <laughs> that's what I thought, but all right, back to what I'm saying, so Galladay understudied two veterans. And now look at him. He learned a lot from them. Now he's a Pro Bowl wide receiver in the NFL. I think that this is a great pick for depth for the Lions in case one of those guys get injured. They got great value for him. And for the future, as Henry said, I think this could be a Galladay situation where he understudies, basically, Amendola and Marvin Jones, the two veterans on the team, and maybe a little Galladay. And he learns from them, takes a year or two, maybe not playing as much as we would like. And I think maybe in the next couple of years, he could be a great wide receiver for the Lions. So I don't think this pick will have immediate impact on the team play. But I do think overall is a great pick just because they got great value out of him. And he's just a great player.
1: But I think, I think great is a little bit of a reach because I... Do you think they should have went defense here? But why don't we move on as we are getting a little bit overdosed on this wide receiver. Let's let's move on to the worst pick in the draft, as we can all agree. Um in
0: Jason, Jason Huntley. Huntley. Uh yeah. The Lions here and took Jason Huntley, running back out of New Mexico State. There was no reason he is very, very small. Ver- and not that big, hasn't played a lot of football, no reason. There's still There was still a lot of good running backs on the board. Even if you thought of taking a running back, you didn't need a running back because you already took Swift. It was just stupid. There was no justifiable reason to take him here.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't like the Swift pick because we didn't need a running back, and I don't like this pick even more because – we don't need another running back, and if we did, were to take a running back, you know I'm not even gonna mention because we we didn't we don't want a running back. We already have Swift Johnson and Johnson, another Johnson, and Scarborough. I don't, we don't need another running back. I like defense. I think Lions would benefit from defense and not from a running back.
2: All right, here's uh, not a. Uh, great opinion i would say i don't think a lot of people would agree with me but i don't mind this pick at all i don't know why but i just don't i read up on the guy he rushed for over a thousand yards last year in college he is an absolute speedster even being undersized I, i read where he returned five kickoff returns for touchdowns so he can play special teams He's a speedster, as you can tell from those five kick return touchdowns. And he rushed over 1,000 yards. So I could see this maybe even, like, being turned out like a Darren Sproles pick or Tariq Cohen being an undersized guy, but having impact with his speed, which I honestly like a little. So I don't mind this pick at all.
0: Yeah, unless Elliott has something to say. I don't even want to address how stupid you sounded, Andrew, but you, you, you can you could feel how you wanna feel about the Lions drafting two running backs after you didn't like the first one. But if Elliot has something to say, I, I, I just, just didn't
2: think there was any need for the Lions to draft a uh, running back that. Yeah, early.
0: so why would you But I
2: don't I don't think drafting a running back was a bad thing for the Lions. I just think they needed uh, to dress other positions at an earlier pitch. I just don't think it was worth spending a second rounder when they could have gone with an edge rusher or at least something on the defensive end of the ball because they had one of the worst defenses last year. So I don't mind them taking a running back later in the draft. I just don't think it was worth spending a second-round pick. But going back to this uh, fifth-round pick that they had with the running back, uh, yeah, I just think it was a way better pick. Number one, I mean, as I mentioned, he's proven, not saying DeAndre Swift isn't, but this guy is still a proven running back, even though he's undersized. He rushed for over a thousand yards, as I mentioned. I, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than he is a proven college Andrew, runner. Andrew,
1: before, we, before you move on with this nonsense, let's. I, I don't like the pick. I think we
0: should move on. What do you think, Henry? Uh, yeah, I think we should definitely move on. Moving on to another pick, I don't really know how to feel about this pick because the Lions definitely addressed the fact that they need a defensive line. I just think this guy, John Pennessy, ob- not obviously was the pick, uh, number at round six, one ninety pick number one ninety seven, defensive lineman out of Utah. I think the one thing is. I think they could have gone for a bigger guy, and I think that going for a six-one defensive tackle who is three hundred and eighteen pounds, I think that's a little too stocky and not enough speed in the interior. And I think I don't like I I like the pick. I, I I'm okay with the player. I think they could have gone another way, but I'm not overall that mad with this pick.
2: I don't mind the pick. I think that he's a really good run uh stopper. He stops the run well. I think he is above average uh size and uh
0: height. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say height because he he is six one that's not that big for a six, six one.
2: I mean there are a couple guys who are six foot five no, eleven. Not there not for a photo. tackle
0: though. Not for a defensive tackle though.
2: Yeah, yeah, I guess I can agree with that. But as I'm saying is his strength though is where where I was trying to get with that. His strength is above average. And I think that, as I mentioned, great run stopper. I don't think he's as great of a pass rusher. But that's why I think this guy could be a more first and second down player. I don't see him really getting in on that third down. But I think it was a decent pickup for the Lions uh, at that sixth round, I believe, uh, in the sixth round. I believe they had uh, A'shaun Robinson departing uh, this year, so they really need someone to fill in that defensive tackle, nose tackle spot to stop the run. A'shaun Robinson was a huge part of that run defense last year, and I really think that this was a pretty good run defense pick up there at the defensive tackle spot.
1: I, I do like the pick. I think I would have rather went with actually the pick that went right after him in Antoine Brooks Jr., a very versatile player out of maryland not trying to be biased or anything but i i like this pick i do think he is undersized in the height aspects he's big and big because 320 pounds is big he is very good at run protect or not run protecting run run stopping as andrew mentioned and i think we do need help on the defensive line and the Lions didn't draft any defensive linemen before this, and I think this is a good pick because we needed defense.
0: Yeah, moving on now to the final pick of the Lions 2020 NFL draft. They selected at the in the seventh round pick number two hundred and thirty-five, uh J, I think it's Jace J, Jason, I'm pretty sure it's Jason. Cornell, def, or defensive tackle out of Ohio State. And I think um I definitely Henry Henry, it's
1: a defensive
0: end. Defensive. My bad. I defensive end out of Ohio State. I, I definitely like this pick. I think he definitely he has a weird frame from what I saw. 6'3, 285, which is interesting, because I think he could become an, he could become a tackle or an end, because he has the height to play either position and the speed. He could also play linebacker because he's really not that big. But I, I I like the pick. I think he, he the Lions could have realistically take, taken him in the sixth round because I think he's better than the other guy they take they took. But I definitely like this pick.
2: Yeah, Henry, I think this was more of a position need for the Lions. I think uh, edge rusher and defensive line was a big need for the Lions. So I like the pick for position-wise. I think he's uh, he still needs to develop a little bit more. I don't think he's really uh, – Um, Much proven player too I don't think I mean He's a great player I just don't think He proved As much as uh, He would have liked to Last year I mean Had a Pretty decent year But nothing uh, Even close To what his uh, uh, Teammate on the other Side of the line Chase Young did Last year So I think That he has a lot to prove He has a lot of potential Don't get me wrong I like the pick for the position,
1: though. Yeah, the pick for the Lions is very positional. And this is what they need, defensive end, edge rushers. And I do like that, as Henry mentioned, or it might have been Andrew, that he could play some outside linebacker, but I think he's going to stick to the defensive end position. And the Lions showed that they didn't want to draft a better edge rusher in A.J. Epinesa or Yider Mattos. So they settled for Jason Cornell, or did we agree, Jason? Jason One
0: of the two. One of the two. I'm
1: not sure. One of the two, and I think this is a great pick because they needed they need defense. And as I mentioned this whole podcast, Lions didn't take enough defense. And just a little segment that's not Lions. Who do you guys think had the best draft? Just just to wrap it up.
0: Uh, I couldn't tell you right now. I think I haven't done enough research. I definitely liked, um, I liked, I, shocking, I liked a lot where the 49ers went because although they didn't, um, they didn't get, I wouldn't say their picks were like the greatest, but they did get, they made the biggest trade in the entire draft and got the best, one of the best left tackles in all of the, and all of football. And I think that's a, that is tied of involved with the draft. So I think they also – and they also took Javon Kinlaw, I, I believe. And I think that's definitely a very good pick. I think the 49ers definitely had one of the best drafts, for sure.
1: I like Carolina because they took defense. They knew that they were the worst – they were the worst defensive team in the league, or one of the worst, and they fixed what they needed. And I really like Matt Rule as a coach, as I think I mentioned in one of a previous podcast. And he is going to rebuild this team – rebuild this Carolina team just like you rebuilt Temple, just like you rebuilt Baylor. And I really like the direction this Carolina team is going in.
2: Yeah, just talking about the the last pick of the line, so I just have to add one more thing. I just want to mention, I like the pick for the position-wise. I don't necessarily like the player, though, but I do think he has a lot of potential. But going on to your question, Elliot, who do we think had the best draft? I think that the Vikings had a pretty good draft. I think drafting Justin Jefferson was a great pick, especially since uh, Stefan Diggs just got traded. And I like the pick for Jeff Gladney, at 31 quarterback from TCU. I really like that pick for them because they uh, have a couple cornerbacks uh, who left this year in free agency. Trey Waynes, Mackenzie Alexander, Xavier Rhodes got cut. So I think they really needed someone in that cornerback spot. And I like how they addressed it right in the first round. I really like that. And uh, I like their second-round pick, too. I forgot who they – oh, they took Ezra Cleveland, uh, offensive tackle out of Boise State. And a lot of people said he had first-round talent. And, Henry, I believe you did have him going first round in your uh, mock draft.
0: That is correct.
2: We did a couple uh, days ago before the NFL draft. So, Ezra Cleveland, I love that second-round pick for them. And I think overall they just addressed what they needed to, to uh, address and doing that, getting great value out of the players they picked. Also, just want to mention the Baltimore Ravens. I really like their first and second-round picks. I like how they took Patrick uh, Queen in the uh, first round. I think they got really good value for him at 26, I believe. I might be wrong on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, 26, I believe. And then also, a 28, sorry, 28 they took him. And I like that they picked J.K. Dobbins in the second round, the Baltimore Ravens. I really like that pick because I think it was a great value pick. He's, I think... A lot of people said he's probably the most underrated running back in this class and people aren't giving him enough love for how good he actually is. I mean, I'm pretty sure he rushed for the second most yards in Ohio State history only behind Archie Griffin. So, J.K. Dobbins, love him as a player. I think that was a great pick for the Baltimore Ravens. Not because they need it, but just because I love the player pick and he's way more than proven running back in college.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast because I assume we have uh, nothing left to say. We'll definitely be making another podcast about the NFL draft.
1: Let us know if you kind of like this uh, team team podcast, how we did it mainly under Detroit Lions. And let us know on Instagram, Twitter. You can search, us, search us up, Last Take Sports Podcast, pretty much on everywhere. And hope you guys enjoyed the podcast, and thanks for listening.